Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, good afternoon. It's 4 p.m. on the West Coast here in the state of Oregon. Oregon, not Oregon, as some people say, but welcome to the broadcast. It is uh, uh, 7 o'clock on the East Coast. We have Derek Johnson with us, which is an amazing, amazing guest. He's already been with us one at a time before, and it's, a, it's just phenomenal what he knows and what he has to say, and even the attitude in which he says it. It's all great. It's all amazing. So welcome to the broadcast for the second show of the day. Uh, we just have one uh, announcement that we want to make, so without further delay, here goes that announcement. Look at the work you've done in 2021. You've provided six new safe and clean water wells in Uganda. Your giving has helped moms sleep better at night because they know their children won't be getting sick from drinking dirty water. Your giving has restored time back to families because now they don't have to walk so far to collect their water. Now they can focus on caring for their families and children can focus on their studies and you've helped relieve the aching bodies of many, many people. Carrying heavy jerry cans of water for miles is hard on the body, especially for the elderly. Thank you for caring and taking action. But there are so many more we want to help. Just like you, we believe no one should have to drink disease-ridden filthy water. In our rural areas of Uganda, most people collect their water from sources just like this one. They are watering holes for livestock and downhill from pit latrines, all dangerous. These children shouldn't be collecting their water from this area, but we hold out hope. We are confident 2022 will be full of new stories for these families. Stories of hope, health, and joy. As we continue to drill new wells, we know lives will be impacted. We also believe God will use these water wells to introduce people to Jesus. His love never fails. He is our true living water. Amazing story. We actually may have put it in the wrong spot because it's 2022, and by the end of December, we will have drilled 77 new freshwater wells for the people of Uganda. So all of that's accurate. It's just that it was a year, year ago, more than a year ago. So uh, we just appreciate what you do when you when you donate into this ministry. You're not only uh, blessing and, uh, and promoting the prophets of God, but uh, we have a ministry within a ministry where we serve the people of Uganda, the people of, uh, 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 let's see, Jackson, Mississippi, where there's poison water and there's doing, we've, we've drilled wells in Nepal. We're looking right now at wells in, in uh, Ethiopia. The need is so, so great for fresh water that people have to walk miles and miles in those yellow jerry, jerry cans uh, to get water. So thank you, thank you, thank you. At the end of every broadcast, there's a slide that shows you how and where to donate or send a check. We appreciate that so much. All right, without further ado, let's bring in Derek Johnson, Derek Johnson with the Prophets and Patriots episode. 
Well, welcome, Derek Johnson. I appreciate you coming so much. Uh, we very, very much uh, have been looking forward to this as, a, as, a, as our, have our viewers. And rather than me asking you a question, I'm going to throw it to Johnny Enlow for the first question. We've got up to 90 minutes, and we're, we're really looking forward to hearing about the comms and optics, So, especially from that speech uh, on Tuesday the 15th. So, uh, Johnny, I'm going to throw it to you. What's, the, what's your first question? Yeah, we do want to hear from... Uh, Derek mainly, and and I know he has plenty to share on this topic, but just to give you a little uh, intro as well, Derek, on how it works. I know this is with prophets and patriots, so they, I'm, I'm as a prophetic voice, this is how I get my intel. So March of 2016, I'm praying, I'm saying, Lord, you haven't shown me who's supposed to win for the Republican side yet. And, and then I was like, I see that that Trump there's something on him, but surely you haven't called him because he's a little bit too rough and rugged. And, you know, I thought at the time that was where I lacked actual enough intel from from God. I was thinking perhaps somebody else should be the one that went win it. And all of a sudden I see this vision. And in this vision, Trump is has is on a motorcycle. And I can see there's this mountain. He's gone up all the way to the top uh, of the mountain. And I'm brought in, he's on the motorcycle and he's making, he's making a lot of noise. He has a red, white, and blue uh, bandana on his head. And I know immediately what it means. I, I know it means, and I literally say out loud, it's the only time I've told people when I'm seeing a vision that God's given me and saying, oh no, because in my mind at that time, it was a bad sign. Now I understand it was a really good sign. But I was like, oh no, and then I'm brought in and the motorcycle he's on is one that says triumph in case there is any doubt and so then after i say oh no i hear the lord say not audibly but in the way he speaks to me he says he's going to save you from things you don't know you need to be saved from yet and then the next thing was he says your nation will be known as before trump and after trump the whole world will be known as before trump and after trump and so he has had me since 2016 um later I didn't fully reveal that to people until the week before the election. I was in a church. This is real short as well in California. And 90 percent of them would be voting Democrat. And but I was speaking at the church and I said, on my way to church today. Again, this is a Sunday before the 2000 election, 16, his first election. I said on the way here, I heard there is a 93 percent chance that Hillary Clinton is going to win this election. I says, I'm going to tell you right now, she's not. Donald Trump's going to win, and it's because he's not allowing this to be up to the vote of the American people. He's actually doing it. I said, I don't know how he does it, but he's God, so he can pull these things off. So he's had me in a place, and with Steve the last couple of years, where I'm not allowed to back off declaring that he's actually, from God's perspective, president. That's the way I get my intel, entirely in a different way than the way you get your intel, but I love it. That's why we love the way it goes together. So here's... And and of course, we're interested specifically in the comms. Uh, that means the communication, hidden communication that President Trump might have been doing on November the 15th. I've already heard you uh, share there's either 56 or 57. You might have found more comms, different things he was saying in a hidden hidden way. So the question is this. When when the communication comes through comms, is it for the benefit of patriots? Number one or for communicating to the deep state, number two, or number three, 
for legal purposes that will be released later, or I suppose number four, some combination of 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 all of them. What if you could speak into that, then go ahead and begin to um, you know speak into what President Trump was telling us and and why I, this is related to why if it's covert military, is it okay for us to spread spread this around? Good uh, question. Hope and, hope and cheer. So if you can speak into that, and then we want to hear from you. Well, yeah, the, really quick. That was kind of cool. The uh, the the uh, picture of, of Trump on a Harley or a Triumph. You know, like I've got a song called "God on a Harley" that I wrote. Uh, that's uh, by a girl named Bree Hopkins. She she recorded it. I wrote it. Uh, but it's really cool, you know, to think of that. They just think of God in different ways. And God uses people that uh, people will never dream they could use. I mean, I'm a walking testimony as well. You know, I'm not a lawyer. I don't, I'm not a constitutional lawyer. I'm not a lawyer by any stretch. Uh, I might go to law school once the laws change, as we know it's going to happen. But yes, you know, God uses people in ways that uh, you never would dream and people that you never could think of. I know so many people that God has changed their lives and you know, it tattooed up, you know, people have perceptions out there and it's like, look, God uses certain people that you never dream. So there's that. I want to uh, highlight that. Um, and the other thing is talking about, you know, I wanted to, before I jump into that, it's like my dad, your perspective is, you know, you, you do, you're supposed to pray to God. But when I was a kid, I didn't like my teeth pulled and I'd run in my room, shut my door and lock it as that was going to keep my six foot one, 215 pound dad out of the room. He was like, he talked like Bear Bryant. Anybody remembers football? <laughs> His eight boys like Bear Bryant had uh, the University of Alabama legendary coach. And, yeah. um, and you know, he just had, he, he just had a way, just him talking scared me. Well, he came to the door. Hey, what are you doing in there? I said, well, I'm praying, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> hey, what my teeth pulled? and he's like, he said, well, we about to put feet to them prayers, you know, so, <laughs> you know, and so, you know, it was something that had to happen. Um, and this is one of those things where we reach in society where it had to happen. So getting into that, yes, um, the the legal side and also the, the you know, parallel and quarter, you know, kind of with the deep state, it's a military occupancy. So this law war manual, as I'll get into the comms, when you do the math on it and you do the math of what he said Tuesday night and then also something else he said um on the speech Friday night, he had a short speech that someone got a clip of it about 15 minutes. But when you do the math on those and then you do the math on a, a, uh, a another com that came via Fox News on November the 5th, when you do the math on these, um, I think we're pretty much at the nearing the end of the law of war manual, which will lead into the military tribunals, which I didn't report this. New York Times reported uh, December 29th, 2021, that they will be shown. Uh, you know, or it says proceedings will uh, start with two judges mid 2023. Well, people hear mid 2023 and they think, oh, no, nope. that's only six to seven months away, depending on if that's July or August. So that's not far. In order to see a court trial, you got to see some things before that that leads to a court trial. That's what a military tribunal is for the people that don't know. Uh, so, yes, in certain, obviously, the law war manual. The Military Justice Act of 2016, which coincides with that, also the Department uh, of Defense, they have directives. You have to go, you, when you read the Law of War Manual and then you read the Military Justice Act, you'll see little things in there. It says, uh, uh, you know, along with uh, 15 U.S. Code or 40 U.S. Code or 50 U.S. Code, it'll show you these. Well, you got to go look those up as well. 
And, and you know, as you read, as you come to a directive, a D DOD directive uh, that has a number, read them in that order. That's how that works. Um, so, yes, he has to make proclamations to the public um, via the description of law. Um, there's certain things that he has to record that either the public can know, but also he needs a record for Congress to know. So when people ask me all the time, does Congress know about this? Does the governors know about this? Yes, they're under a military occupancy, which means every single facet of everything you see is being controlled by the military. The same as media right now. Mainstream media is a 47 U.S. Code 606. The president can shut down TV broadcasts, Internet, and also government use of facilities. Well, how do I know that's happened, Derek? Well, you saw a fence go around the Capitol building. That's the government use of facilities. He can close down government use of facilities. There's a fence went around the Federal Reserve Building just a few days ago. Wow. U.S. Code 606. Uh, same thing. So some of this stuff, you know, some's got to visually happen for people to see it. Yes, as we approach the tribunals. But some of this stuff's already happened as far as the arrest. Um, you know, Biden. Biden is what they call a uh, Commonwealth Act 671 plug. Um, we did this a lot of a lot of President Trump's comms, not Tuesday night, but a com, the comms that led up to this. So you kind of, you know, I always go back to what led up to this first to understand in order to understand these comms. You got to understand what happened. Uh, but a lot of his comms throughout his presidency was FDR, Pearl Harbor and also World War Two. Well, December the 8th, 1941, FDR, the day after Pearl Harbor. He addressed Congress and he specifically told them, if you do not act, it is my power as president to take war powers of the president. Article two says I'm the commander in chief of the military. You can run the freaking country, but I'm going to run the military. That's so good. And military law is separate than federal law. Not only did our founders show that, but in the Military Justice Act of 2016, which was just modified for 2016, it specifically says that military law is separate than civil law. Military court is separate than civil court. Another thing with military court, you can't <laughs> play the fifth. You can't play the fifth in military court. So imagine that. If they got dirt on you, you might as well tell the truth in the sense of, we're talking about pro prophecy here, you might as well be an honest person, as the Bible says, and take your wrath as a man or a woman, whatever you are, take it in the front versus uh, keep lying. Because if they got it on you, they got it. You can't play the fifth. So I want people to understand out there that, you know, this is not conspiracy theory. This is all law. This is all military law. And the law war manual was written 2015, June 2015. It was updated December 2016. So when you do those timelines then you take the executive order, I was just on a show before this. And he was like, man, you call uh, this executive order 13848 the most monumental piece of paper since the declaration. Well, it is. If you take the timeline and apply 2018, how did Donald John Trump know to write an executive order 13848? September 2018 was two months before the midterm of 2018, two yeah. months before, and then two years before COVID and two years before the presidential election, where most Americans had never heard of voter fraud. So voter fraud has nothing to do with each state or a person. It has to do with what President Trump used optically and visually in a what they call a, what we're calling comms night. He said this specifically multiple times. I don't agree with Bernie Sanders. We're totally different. Daylight dark. I don't agree with Elizabeth Warren. We're totally, totally different. 
daylight dark, but their own people screw them over. They because the, they pick they pick who their who their candidate's going to be. And there's an optic that was dropped Tuesday night. So, um, you know, I've got to paint that picture. I always feel like yeah. I got to paint that picture that leads into these comms. But President Trump was a plug. He was a military plug as a visual president to dismantle the federal corporation. America became a federal corporation by law. Organic Act 1871, Stoutenberg versus Hennett, which defines the boundaries of District of Columbia. Then you have 28 U.S. Code. 3002, which is called the definitions portion of the 28 U.S. Code, it says it very specifically, way down at the bottom of the page, federal corporation, United States federal corporation. Then you go look at dccouncil.gov. It's a .gov site. You can't go to GoDaddy and get a .gov site. You've got to be part of the government to, to, be, to get that. dccouncil.gov, it shows their own laws and legislation and their own codes. So what this federal corporation tried to do on the people, not try, but they did do, they pulled a, a paper bag over everybody and started punching everybody through the years and padding their pockets, their narratives and their agendas based off the federal corporation. That's why Nancy Pelosi stood on TV January 6th and said that D.C. should act as a state with their National Guard. She she sat there and told all the comms that day, which this was a military occupancy. They made her do this. Every single bit of this was a calculation move by the military. They're making the, the deep state, the Washington establishment, the, the cabal, the swamp, all the terms for them. They're making them destroy themselves to the public versus, hey, look what Johnny did. Hey, look what Steve did. Hey, Steve did this to Johnny. Did you know that? No, they're making them expose themselves to the people. As Eric, can, I, can I ask you this quick question? Are you literally saying that the military under the commander in chief Trump commanded and 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 twist the arm whatever the word would be for, for uh pelosi to say this or say that all this stuff absolutely every single thing you've seen from the the beginning of the law of war manual which would be december 2016 which would have been president trump's visual obviously inauguration which let's let's just go ahead and address that january 20 2017 the the military that's standing behind him the braids on the hats OK, on the patrol caps, as we call them, and different the hats, those were military intelligence braid and judge advocate general braids. Really? That's an optic for everybody that that military was standing behind him on inauguration day. That wasn't just for show. That wasn't by coincidence. Military intelligence and judge advocate generals, JAG. OK, the reason why that's important. I don't like bragging on myself being a veteran. There's a lot more other veterans out there that are a lot more heroic than I've ever been. I didn't get to serve nearly as long as others did. I always highlight my brother, my dad, my uncle, my grandpa, my great uncle, who was a Purple Heart at Normandy. There's a lot more uh, heroes out there. I don't like to talk about my service. But once again, because of the service, it's very important to know that military – People get on Facebook on Veterans Day, which just happened 11 days ago, and they want to thank us for our service. But when we try to tell you about service that is not classified, none of this is classified. It's all, as JFK said, open society, open laws, open orders, open regulations. It's all open for the public. Nothing's classified here. Everything's open. When people want to thank us for our service but don't want to listen to what comes in the service and how the service operates when it's not classified, that's that's a giant slap in the face because 
Why did I sign a dotted line? Why did my dad, my uncle, my brother, my nephew, my grandpa, my great grandpa, why did all of these sign a dotted line to possibly come home in a box with a flag draped over it? For what reason? Will we die in vain? That's what you're saying if you don't believe in military law first. I'm not saying that all law matters. It don't. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Marbury versus Madison, 1803, made that clear. And just think, it wasn't 2020, 2015, 20, uh, you know, 2003 or, or 1990 or 1970. We're talking 16 years after the Constitution that was adopted, the second Constitution, that Marbury versus Madison, James Madison is trying to define what a law looks like 16 years after it. No mm. wonder we look like what we look like in 2022. So, you know, the military matters from the standpoint of this. Those were optics, but that was what was to come. The only way that Donald John Trump, as commander in chief, could do what he done and also a visual president for the people to have to see a president operate this federal corporation better than anybody was military intelligence. They jammed the systems in 2016. That's the only way he was able to write an executive order in 2018, two months before the midterms now. They had no other evidence to go on. Think about that. They had 2016 and prior. So that's why that executive order is important. It has a national emergency in it, and it has an election fraud committee in there. Well, it wasn't an election fraud committee from the standpoint of, oh, so-and-so cheated down in Michigan or so-and-so cheated down there in, in Arizona. No, it says in the order. There's no evidence of foreign interference, which means what? What does his comm say the other night? He said, our gravest threats, the gravest threats are not abroad, but within. Wow. The weaponization of the justice system, FBI, DOJ. Then he also said, we must clean out the festering rot. Those are very harsh words. Those are very deep words. Festering rot of D.C., not the U.S., of D.C., the District of Columbia, which he called the Washington Establishment, the Swamp, the Deep State, the Cabal. So when you apply that, there's no other way that he could write because you have to understand what a national emergency is. That's why I have to always rehash this, because the people who don't understand the timeline, when you get to these comms, it'll click because the timeline a 2018 order two months before any other elections. There was no other elections between the November 2016 and November 2018. So to understand a national emergency, the only person who can terminate a national emergency under our federal corporation and those laws, which he executed, was 50 Title 34, so 50 U.S. Code Chapter 34. The president is the only person. When Congress fails to address those, the president is the only one who can terminate them, period. But Congress failed to address them, which would have eliminated that. They would have addressed the national emergencies. When they didn't do so, those became national security breaches. Then he had to do what FDR did. Same thing. FDR's was called First Power, First Wars Power Act. Okay, so it's under Article Two, and it sends out the section this and one point three something something. You can you can look it up. So they extended all these. You know, they went under the Constitution and extended them with all these codes and these sections and subchapters. And so the other optic to pull that in also before we get to the optics was President Trump said the other night. He said in the speech he did Friday night. He said, if they're going to investigate me, then they've got to investigate all these other presidents, because the only laws that Donald Trump actually put into place were from 2017 to 2021. All these others that are actually 
what will be the damnation of the deep state. They, they, all the president, not just not just Democrat presidents, but all these people who have been a part of this federal corporation. Donald Trump was a military plug to take the federal corporation and to reverse every single law, every single order, every single code wow. back on them because he didn't write them. He didn't pass them. So the National Emergencies Act that he used, the Stafford Act, the National Emergencies Act, though, Jimmy Carter. So he's taking all the orders and codes and reversing it on them. And he That's can do crazy. so. He can do so because he's protected by the law of war manual, which he's operating under, which is the umbrella of this. That's the That's shield. Amazing. Totally right? amazing. That's the shield of it. So yeah, can I ask you a question before you get into the comments? I know you're getting oh, yeah. close to that. One last question. I'm going to let you just keep going. But oh, yeah. are are you saying, Derek, that during the fake inauguration, during the inauguration of Biden, were the major participants, Biden and everybody else around him, Pelosi, did they all know they were under military rule and that this entire thing was fake? Did they know this? Well, those were already actors at that point. That's why I brought up the, uh, okay. the Commonwealth Act number 671. That was nine days after Pearl Harbor. The Philippines put in what they call a, a face to the public that looked like a president for the people. Now, the guy was actually real. But he was not the real president. The real president was in what they call exile. And he was in charge of his military. And FDR, they actually brought him to the U.S. a couple of times for protection because of the World War II, which was a visual, visual war. President Trump said multiple times. So let's do the timeline really quick. President Trump was the first to mention coronavirus to the public. February the 4th, 2020, in a State of the Union address, which is a proclamation. There's a proclamation. He said, we have a threat. It's coming in from China and we're trying to deal with. He was the first to ever mention to the public of the United States of America the words Corona, SARS virus. He was the first. All right. Now that's a night full of topics that if you if you weren't listening, you would have you would have missed it because it's full of topics on the State of the Union address. Then that was February the 4th, 2020. Then you move up to March 13th. He verbally declared another national emergency. That was number two. Congress didn't do anything. Two weeks later, March 27th. He, number three, verbally declared another, and they didn't do anything by that day. So he signed that day at Executive Order 13912, which is in 10 U.S. Code, Chapter 1209, where he called into, he federalized one million, no more than one million National Guard on, on service at one time to 24 consecutive months, which is key. He didn't say 24 and done, he said 24 consecutive months as the Secretary of Concern. So Secretary of Defense. So when you when you take that timeline, so yes, these are all actors. The Commonwealth Act 671, what parallels that, was May the 6th, 2020. President Trump said, we've experienced an attack on the U.S. that's greater than Pearl Harbor and 9-11 combined, but it's wow. invisible. See, the wow. people can't see it. And all the liberal left, and I have to, I hate to pull out, I hate to keep the division here, but the, it was the liberal side that went crazy that he compared these deaths to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. He wasn't doing that in a in a uh, you know a fashion that was being this uh, distasteful or this uh, graceful to the to the uh, you know people who died at Pearl Harbor and, and 9-11. He was saying that this is invisible. You can't see it. And it's an information war. Well, first it's a spiritual warfare, as we know, and then it's an information warfare. So it's one of those things. Who are you gonna believe? Well, you should you should believe the military over anybody because we don't serve one man. We serve humanity. We serve people. We serve our country for the people's sake. So when you take the timeline of that, 
Then you parallel that with what happened with FDR, with the, the Commonwealth Act, and then also all the other things FDR was doing. He told Congress, if you don't act, I will. I have the power as president, war power as a commander in chief, because our founders said you're the commander in chief of the military. You're the president over federal. They're two separate laws, two separate roles, two separate duties. So, yes, under the law of war manual and then also the Military Justice Act of 2016, because they both were uh, put in 2016. It was updated. The law of war manual was written 2015, but it was updated 2016. But the, the Justice Act, yes, every single person. First off, most of those would have been arrested way back here. You set the tone, as the saying is. My dad always talks about setting the tone in a football game. If you come out and knock them in the mouth in the first quarter, then you set the tone of the game. So the 27, right around the end of 2017, they would have arrested all, like maybe 50 players from media, uh, from Congress, the deep state, and uh, other departments, wow. and set that tone. And then, yes, some people would have played their actual role, but they would have played a, a, a role of, okay, there's, there's actually some text messages that I read on the last show of, uh, I didn't write this, but it sets the tone of what leverage looks like and what the script looks like. Uh, but it's from a military art of war standpoint. Sometimes like Navy SEALs, uh, Special Forces, Delta Force, those guys have to convince the enemy they're one of them and blend in with them while they're also doing their job and collecting data, where they're meeting, how they're meeting, who they're meeting with, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they have to convince them of that and then also do their job. Uh, I love it. There's a, you know, Walker, Texas Ranger, Chuck Norris. He had a show. Oh, yeah. Chuck. Chuck's an Air Force veteran in real life, so it's like it's really cool. Uh, but, you know, it was a show that he and Trevette were on, and they had to blend in. And then one of the guys was real – one of the bad guys was real, like, iffy on him. He's like, how do I know you two aren't, you know, you know, working together and you're not under undercover? And he was like – he said, hit that – and before he could say hit that guy, uh, he round, uh, Chuck roundhouse kicked Trevette and hit him. <laughs> and then he went to get up. He kicked him again. And then when they got in the safe zone later on, Trevette goes, Hey man, why am I always the one getting my butt kicked? Why can't it be you for a change? He said, you didn't think quick enough. Cause it, he, if he had <laughs> delayed, the delay would have shown like if he just stared at him, like, I don't want to hit my buddy. So he had to think quick. Uh, I did that to a guy one time who was being a smart aleck, you know, he's this big old dude, six, five, two eighty. He was just being a smart aleck. And here I am. I'm real lanky. I'm tall. I'm like six, four, uh, and a half and one ninety soaking wet. You know, and this guy was being whatever. And I said, man, you know, I said, I'm not trying to be, it wasn't anybody around. It was just he and I. So it was what was funny. It was like, there was nobody watched this. But he, I said, you know, man, you don't have to be rude. Like you're, you, uh, you're doing your job. You're a security guy. But, you know, I said, a big old boy like you, I could put you on your knees in three seconds. And he was like, try. And when he said to say, try it, I reached up there on his juggler <laughs> and grabbed his arm and put him right down on his knees really quick. And he was like, I said, hey, man, I'm not going to fist fight a guy like you. I'm smarter than that. Like, you know, like you can hit me and break me. But, you know, in a real life scenario. So, you know, it's one wow. of those things where you I, thinking strategically and thinking critically the way the military thinks for operations that will be this complex. It's not easy for everybody to do. And uh, of course, there's going to be skeptics. But my thing is the umbrella is the law of war manual, the Military Justice Act, the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Those are all things that our Congress passed. So, yeah, they know what's going on. Certain ones know. Now, certain ones didn't think way back when it was being implemented that it could ever be used on them more than likely um, and that they wouldn't have enough uh, what we call 
uh, strength in numbers to do so. Uh, but, you know, thank God there's godly men and women across the world. This ain't just a U.S. thing. This is a world yeah. alliance of generals. That's yeah. what the law of war, war manual means. It's an alliance of generals uh, across the world. When people hear generals, there's another thing you got to break down. We're not talking about generals and just generals. We're talking about generals in a divisions. So those yeah. are multiple divisions. You have civil patrol. You have DOD contractors. Uh, you have the National Guard. You have active duty. Um, there's a lot. There's state militias out there. Texas has its own state National Guard uh, outside of the National Guard. So there's a lot more people involved in this than what people actually realize. Uh, but, yeah. Can I jump in just a second on that? Since you, you brought those two things up about generals and stuff, and you may or may not be able to or know if you're supposed to tell on this. So General um, Milley, Mark Milley, do the comms tell us that he's a traitor, an actor? or playing a role or is it best not to say what what well i would say it's best not to say from the standpoint i don't talk bad about anybody but i will give you two scenarios of why it could be good and why it can't why it couldn't be is this right here once again the military justice act specifically says you can't play the fifth on anything so if he's if he's clean and he's playing a role. The art of war is very specific on deception is one of the keys to being an infiltrator. You know, what is an infiltrator? You know, these psyops guys, there's a few psyops guys out there that don't believe this is happening, which I don't know. You know, once again, it's all law of war. It's all, once again, I didn't write this stuff. I didn't pass it. I know how to interpret it. I know how to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And a lot of these guys are not putting the puzzle together, but you know, a lot of psychological operations out there. Uh, but, you know, if he's a good guy, then here's what's here's why he's exempt from it. It's a law of war manual, which is the umbrella. Then you have the Military Justice Act again, which parallels with that. You have the Uniform Code of Military Justice, which is also military law, uh, the complete laws uh, and regulations of branches and whatnot, and also the overall military law. So you'd have he would be safe from that because he'd be playing a role in that. But also this is that, you know, when you cut the head of a dragon off, I used this example uh, earlier today. Uh, I've stepped on a spider before and all the little babies just go. Oh, really? When you cut the head of a, when you cut the head of a dragon off, well, naturally, you know, people go, oh man, the dragon's done. But in history, we've seen where you, you take out a leader and then another one just pops up. Well, those are all plugs because the federal corporation, they love that. They plugged a lot of these people in these positions because chaos and division equal power acquisition. So a lot of this was was we have a we have a we they create a problem they already have a solution to, right? So a lot of this through the years was we created a problem but we already have a solution to it. They come out oh we've been attacked here but they're making money on oil they're making money on this and it's only it's only benefiting them not us. So. When you take that scenario, he could be good for this reason because he's he's exempt from the law of war manual and all these others. But and then also the art of war, which is a book that's been written many, 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 many years ago. It tells you deception is one of the key roles of, you know, the, the art of war. And, and you lure in your enemy and you make them think that you're a part of them. And I'm turning on Trump and I don't like Trump. And you lure them in and you sell it well. But guess what you do? You're exposing these lower level rats that think when they see the dragon get cut off, they're like, oh, well, the dragon's out, but I can I can get in that spot, too. So what they're doing is they're, they're we've already got most of the senior executives out. They're already out. President Trump's executive order one three nine five nine went into action January 11th. 
2021, over 2,000 CEOs have stepped down across the world. Um, you know, so I mean, big CEOs, Jeff Bezos, uh, Warren Buffett left the Bill Gates Foundation. Uh, Bill Gates and his wife announced divorce. Uh, Zuckerberg dumped $25 million in stock every single day from that date all the way up to recently. So he's lost $100 billion. They're making them go bankrupt. They're making these people lose their, spend their money, lose their money visually in public. So you have that. So, yeah, there's a, there's a case that but if he if he isn't, well, he's he's obviously showing it every day um, in the sense of he's just walking his way to the walk in the plank, as the saying is right onto the military tribunals where, you know, you don't you can't play the fifth. So we already see the evidence either or. So I, that's a, a good way because I don't like talking bad about people. Yeah, I try to teach people the art of war and also the art of deception and art of infiltration, yeah. uh, you know, and being able to think like that. And that way you never, you never rabbit hole somebody because it, it could be someone that was playing a role and you totally just judged them there for all this time. And then it was not that case. Then there's some that you thought were great and just holier than thou. And I hate to use that term, but you thought was this, yeah. and they're actually bad. Um, yeah. So, you know, if they really, if they really truly arrest someone based on the art of war, is it like 99% they, they have so much the goods on them that they're either going to be executed or go to prison? That's it because they can't play the fifth? Absolutely. And, and you know, we, we've seen so much corruption uh, and people don't realize it. But the, the people that haven't seen it, uh, you know, there's child trafficking, drug trafficking, human trafficking, sex trafficking. Uh, I've got multiple things and optics from my uh, even my documents that show, uh, you know, just recently a helicopter over in uh, Lake Tahoe. and. Uh, three weeks later, the late Tahoe News says nine busted in human trafficking. I mean, it's happening every day. They're Jeez. cleaning out. They're cleaning out this stuff. That's what the military is doing. They've been doing it. Uh, it's all been written. June 24, 2018, military.com specifically says that uh, our next wars will be fought in mega cities, not inside them, but beneath them. Um, that's military.com, which is a big outfit. Um, you know, and, and so there's there's things that led up to it that people just didn't realize. But we will get into the comms. But, yeah, you know, like that, um, you know, it's it's one of those things, once again, where you either we're following it from the get go and you're, or, or you're you're able to watch a lot of the videos that I've done and different people who are veterans that can pull in that portion and then understand, um, you know, that this is uh, one of those things where, yeah, they they knew what was going on. They know what's going on. And then, yes. If you uh, have dirt on you, then absolutely, there's no turning back. When they when the cuffs go on, uh, this is you know the the law of war manual and the Department of Justice uh, when they clean these guys out, all these others, but the ones that are on the good side of this, uh, when the tribunals come and get mo, when you get on that little, when you get in that country, there's no turning back if you do have crimes against humanity or or treason or fraud. It it really don't matter. You're going to either going to prison for a long long time. Or President Trump said it the other night, the optics around it, which we can get into that. Yeah, but, I guess. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Finish, that, finish your statement, but but then let's get into the comments. Oh, well, that would be a good transition into good. it. Now. Okay, go for it. Yeah, you know, well, but, well, just on that, I know on that November 15th, there's one thing that we picked up. Today, there's something about today that changes or everything changes. And so it seemed like a downer for patriots, considering what they were expecting, but he didn't say in two years everything changes. He says today everything changes. I know that was 
you speak into was that did he did I get the quote right? I wrote it down somewhere today. Everything well, changed. Yeah, is your question is was that a calm or was he just talking about this season or what? Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Well, I'll just I'll just run through all of them. Yeah. And then I'll what I'll do is I'll run through them and I'll save the best ones for last, obviously. Because come on. Yeah. <laughs> but so I mean I, I got fifty-eight of them. My buddy of mine counted more, but that's all right. We you know, these are ones that are applicable for people because I tell people all the time, look, if you didn't know, like, that's why we did what we did in the earlier show, because you, you got to understand what's going on and understand that timeline. So you'll see the timeline now. So it's like he said this kind of what you're saying, but he said America's comeback starts now. Oh, yeah. He didn't say tomorrow. He didn't say in two years. He said it starts now. Well, when you apply this timeline, once again, I want to paint that picture one more time. When you paint the DOD and the Law of War Manual 2016 and the Military Justice Act, then you understand that, that New York Times have painted a picture that the military tribunals are coming mid-2023. A lot's got to happen from November right now to whether that's July or August, meaning you got to see a lot of this stuff. This is what he's saying when he says all this. So <clears throat> he goes, America's comeback starts now. Well, just yesterday... It was an aircraft flying with a call sign, Elvis 68. No coincidence. Uh, <laughs> when did Elvis come back? Uh, 1968. Um, then he also said that Friday night, too, America's comeback start. He said, I said Tuesday, America's comeback starts right now. He said, I mean right now. He goes, three years ago when I left. Uh, he didn't leave three years ago. He yeah, really I mean, what is that? To get up two uh, years ago. Right. So he didn't. He, so anyway. Uh, when the virus hit, I took decisive action. Action means the virus was 2020. Action was when he did what? He called the National Guard. He federalized the National Guard, uh, 10 U.S. Code 12406. The only person who can federalize National Guard to active duty is the President of the United States of America. And he's the only one who has federalized active duty. So there's the that. He said October the same year. After he talked about December, after he talked about the the 2020, he said October the same year we made an economic comeback. Well, that's talking about hey, he's showing you that the numbers that the CDC and all these people out there are putting out ain't really what was going on, and he can he can vouch for that with his big stance on pharma, and also he had three executive orders on the vaccines alone, one in 2019 which had the CDC listed. And two in 2020 that didn't have the CDC in there. People have to understand what he did that whole time. He drew a line in the sand. That's why one of his last speeches was at the Alamo in January 2021. He was showing this whole time I acted like William Barrett Travis, who drew a line in the sand at the Alamo. He gave everybody a chance to come across the line and do good for humanity and for the people. The ones that did not will see their day at Guantanamo Bay in a worse way than what they could have experienced had they come across the line way back here early on. So that that had a lot of optics in that. I kept my promises. He said that. Well, that can mean a lot of things, but his promises were orders. His orders, his promises came through orders. All right. The National Guard. Uh, blood in the streets is what America and democracy looks like. Oh, that's a shot at the deep state right there and, and the Washington establishment. We're not a democracy, ladies and gentlemen. We are a constitutional republic. 
So that was, he said, blood in the streets is what America and democracy looks like. He didn't oh, say wow. what America and the Constitutional Republic looks like because we don't look like that. Then he said about the missile. So that same day, the missile happened. The two, the, the two people died uh, in Poland. And he said the missile came from Russia. He did that on purpose. That's a that's misinformation on purpose, because after the show, the same after you got off there, he left the next show that came on the Fox News. I was watching the Fox, uh, the, the YouTube version. I was wanting to see it from that angle. And uh, the very next show that came on the bottom line, like ESPN does with the scores, the bottom line said Biden calls emergency meeting G20, yada, yada. A uh, missile comes from Russia, his quote. The the guy that was speaking was talking about it on the screen above, and it said Biden says missile unlikely came from Russia. So you get the bottom line saying Biden said it came from Russia and the top saying it unlikely came from Russia. So this is that part where we're at in this whole uh, optic view of, for the for the public out there to see. How does a how does Biden shuffle to the podium one day like he's 98 years old? Right. And the same day he's on a bike like he's 35 Ex- years old. Yeah, that's the million million dollar question. I I what's so, the answer? Oh, we're getting wait to so that. So the optics around that are NATO. NATO has a has a what they call their own constitution. When you go read Article Five of NATO's constitution, it says an attack on one country is an attack on all of us. So that's going to lead into what they think there's going to there's going to be some kind of scary event for the people who just won't listen to people like me. There's got to be something that shakes the foundation of America to go. If you won't listen to veterans, you won't listen to law and order. You won't listen to things that people try. To, nothing I'm saying to you is going to hurt you. Everything I'm saying is law and order. Nothing that I've ever said on any of my podcasts hurts anybody. It doesn't lead you down a rabbit hole. It doesn't, you know. I don't have any subscriptions and I don't mean that in a bad way for people to do. But I'm saying I don't nothing that this law war manual says is going to hurt you. It's only going to benefit you. So there's something got to happen to shape the foundation of people who cannot be told the truth. So they have to be what shown the truth. Mm. So when you go read NATO and understand that, then he also went down and talked about nuclear war and nuclear, Biden's getting us in nuclear war, nuclear. He said, before I was president, they said, I'm going to get us a nuclear, this nuclear, that, that, He's showing you that no war ever happened under him. Nothing. So there was that. Soon, soon we will be a great nation again. After he said we can't take four, we can't take two more years abiding. He says, but there will be four more. He said four. He said to turn four after the two. There will be four years of this, meaning that you will see two more years of the original four not four more years onto it. Some people misinterpret that the wrong way. He said, you will see two more, meaning that you'll be the complete four before you realize what you just saw. But soon will we be a great nation again? Then he said, same thing. By 2024, they will see what's happened. Who is they? The people are going to see what's happened. Um, And then he said, voting will be different. Boy, am I ready. Boy, am I ready. He quoted it like that. Well, Tom Numbers is a buddy of mine, the Gematria man, very great at skilled at numbers. He texted me after I did that on my, my first video talking about these comms, and he says, boy, am I ready equals 118, the storm. Uh, so, you know, everything wow. Trump wow. says is calculated. Wow. Um, then he said 232 wins and 22 losses. 
There's no way in the world that Donald John Trump is 232 wins and 22 losses without having any kind of intel because the 22 losses came from states that had the discrepancies from the 2020. So in uh, the 2018 as well. So we have it all. We've caught them all. That ties into that. Then he said uh, massive corruption is what we're up against. Massive as I promised in 2016, I am your voice. Well, that some people obviously don't know what's going on will take that as egotistical, but it's not. I am your voice. He said multiple times, it's not me thereafter, it's you thereafter. <laughs> it's like, so I am your voice. I'm your commander in chief. I uh -huh. am the military occupancy plug. He wasn't ever a president from the true form of presidency. This was a military occupancy. Um, once out of this ditch, and he used his arms like that. He said, we're in a ditch right now. Once out of this ditch, we will see things never seen before. That's very, very I mean, when you think about, I'm not calling y'all's age out here, but you think about your age, you're, you're older than me. Look at the right. things you've seen in your life. You yeah. know, there's, you know, what could get better for us? I mean, things could get better, like financially and certain things, but in the sense of technology, all the different things. I'm really at a point where I'm like, God, what could get better? Like, truly, God, what could lead us into whatever a new enlightenment period, a new era? But when you think, think of things we've never seen before, well, I think it also means, too, the corruption you've never seen. It's going to be yeah. brought to light because yeah. as much this was someone else's quote uh, that I was on a show with this week. Uh, but they said, you know, as much as there is a lot of darkness, there's also equivalent light that compared that like God is the ultimate here. So as yeah. much as there is a lot of darkness, there's an equivalency of light that can drown out that darkness if we, the people, call on that. So he said, we don't have to endure what's happened in D.C. He didn't say we don't have to endure what's happened in America. We, have to, we don't have to endure what's happened in D.C. That's good. Very, very strategic. Uh, until now to 2024, we will defeat, we will defeat the radical left. Not we can, not we need to. We will. Um, Joe Biden is a face of Washington failure and corruption, which is, once again, D.C., the swamp, the cabal, the Washington establishment. Um, this right here, I probably should say this best for last, but I will ensure Joe Biden does not receive four more years. I will ensure Joe Biden does not receive four more years. Who says Joe Biden is going to be the pick of the Democratic Party in two years? How does he know that? Um, and then also, what have you not seen? You haven't seen anybody else coming up to say they're running anywhere. That's it's just true. Donald Trump and it. That's just Donald Trump and it. We're in a military occupancy. Um, in 2020, I received more votes than history. He did. He took a couple shots at, at 2020. That's all. He didn't take any. That was also on purpose. Um, Washington establishment wants to silence us. So, he's. He, I mean, he paints a picture on Washington establishment, the cabal, the deep state. More liquid gold. There's a gold shot. The Nixon shock of 72, which devalued our dollar or made it as valuable as they told us it would be. You know, that's what people need to understand, that, that our, our dollar has only been as valuable as they wanted it to be or as devaluable as they wanted it to be. It just depends. So that right there was a shot at we're going to go back to something we can back our money with, our back our currency with, uh, which also goes against the gold standard act, which they abolished. So way, way back. I think that was 1968 was the final gold standard act. Mm -hmm. um, Biden never showed for the G20 dinner. He said that 
right there in person. He was like, oh, yeah, by the way, tonight uh, there's this big emergency, this big meeting over in Indonesia. And, uh, yeah, old Biden never showed. Don't know where he is. Um, and uh, so there was that. So it's like uh, he's nowhere to be seen. So there's that. Um, the other thing he talked about was a pause. He called it the pause. Um, we've seen how bad they've done. It will be much easier to see what has to be done. So he's saying by, by the time 2024 rolls around, you'll see so much corruption that you'll want. You'll be begging for the kind of people like Donald Trump, the kind of people like me and you and people who have been talking about light, talking about, uh, you know, some discipline, some structure in what we have because it's a man-made system. Um, the pause, he called it the pause. Uh, which I thought was cool. I mean, it's showing you that this is not, this was not a presidency. His was not even a presidency. His was a military operation. It was a pause in our constitution. That's what he's ultimately saying. It was a pause of the constitution. The military's in control, plain and simple. Then I didn't need, this was very chilling to me because he also spoke to me and you and you and you. He said, I didn't need any of this. I had a real nice life. You didn't need any of this, but we love our country, don't we? Yeah. Well, that's very specific to show the fight we're in and the fight. Who are we the people? Who defines we the people? What is we the people? Well, the left has always used, I hate to use once again divisions, but the left and, and the evil, they take the constitution of the D.C. and try to make you the people think that it's the, the constitution of America. It's not. They butcher and twist it. It'd be like me. I don't want to say it to y'all, but. One of the one of the, the the females that are running the show here be like me saying, hey, I love you. And they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We just met tonight, bro. What's what's up with that? No, but I love you. And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. we just met. Right. Well, love. There's another word. Love the Constitution. Those words have been misused, overused, misconstrued and twisted and butchered throughout the years. So, you know, the real Constitution that I talk about is the Constitution of the United States of America. The Articles of Confederation, which became the 1787 Constitution, not the federal corporation. So people have to understand that, that, you know, what he's saying, that we're up against a war. It is a war. It's an invisible war. It's a spiritual warfare. It's an information warfare. And then there was an invisible enemy that tried to attack the people of America, which are the regime, the deep state, the Washington establishment, the called the swamp. So um, I'll bring the other one up. This is uh, he said, help is on the way. That he didn't mean tomorrow. See, he just said soon we'll be in the great nation again. We can't endure two more years of Biden, but you will endure. You'll you'll see two more years. He didn't say two more years of Biden. He said you'll see two more years, which is leading into what else he said. Um, human trafficking is not ancient. A lot of people think it's ancient. He said it's not. It's we have internet now. It's a lot more easier to do things. Um, he said that we have a total breakdown of law and order. Um, if they don't want our help, we will insist it. He was talking about the governors. We will insist, meaning the National Guard. So there comes martial law. That's what. That's a direct calm or direct optic to martial law. If the governors don't want our help, well, guess what? Governors have control of the National Guard for state emergencies only. State emergencies only. And some veterans out there still have trouble with this. Go read the law. It specifically says National Guard or state militia only controlled by the governors for state emergencies, for natural disasters, for state emergencies, not national emergencies, not not on the federal level. The president's the only one who can decipher that. He's the only one who can command that. He's the one who can activate that. He's the one who can federalize. It's plain and simple. 
So let's go back up here. Economic security is national security. All right, national security in the Federal Resilience Act. Donald Trump signed this, no coincidence, on the anniversary of Pearl Harbor, December the 7th, 2020, the Federal Resilience Act. Inside that act, it also says, it don't say the words parallel, but it says in unison with, basically, the National Security Act of 1947. Well, guess what the National Security Act of 47 did? It established a national military establishment, which became the Department of Defense, which also, not the Department of Defense created it, but the National Security Act of 47 created the Secretary of Defense, which Donald Trump outlines in multiple executive orders. And then also the Law of War Manual, the Military Justice Act, and a lot of these others define the Secretary of Defense's role very, very well. So there's that. There's that calm there, national security, which also talked about the national security and executive orders. And then the National Guard, he talked about the National Guard going into Seattle and different different places. We, we already sent them in there. We've already been there, done that. Um, and he was talking about the governors paralleling that, that they didn't want our help, but we sent them anyway. And he said also no holds bar, cleaning out gangs and street crimes going to happen. That's martial law, ladies and gentlemen. That is nothing but martial law and National Guard. The only people who will be doing such thing, they might bring in uh, sheriffs. They might bring in other departments to work with them. But that's the National Guard going in Chicago's and going in places that we know have more murders than anybody uh, right now in the, in the country. So there's that. We defend other people's borders, but not our own. So that was a shot there. Uh, he said, Joe Biden wants to give $4 billion to cer certain thing. They, I was only going to give him 750 million. So he wants to give him 4 billion. Um, somebody someday is going to explain that to me. Oh, that was very, very key. Well, we're dismantling the deep state uh, term limits on Congress. It's time. Same day voting, only paper ballots. Well, guess what? Statute of 1845 tells when and how we vote. Very, very clear. Why are we adding something? Why would we add mail-in voting? Why would we add any kind of other voting legally, right. even legally, if we don't have <clears throat> honesty and integrity and accountability in something that we've had on the paper since 1845? Why are we trying to add something to it? How about we straighten that out first and then we can talk as a society on other forms of voting down the road when we have responsibility and uh, clarity in what we have. So that was another one. The journey ahead of us will not be easy. Anyone who truly seeks to take on this rigged and corrupt system will be faced with a storm of fire. Only few can understand. He was giving a shout out to the military there that the storm of fire only a few can understand because this is a war like nobody's ever seen before. And the people, he said specifically, there's so many people who still don't understand what's going on. We need you to understand. We need all patriots on board because of what's going to happen in the next two years. You're going to see things never seen before, the National Guard, martial law, and things of that nature cleaning out. So all those roll into that. This is the most dangerous system we've ever had created by man or woman. And plain and simple. Then he says, we will stand tall in the storm and we will win. We need every patron on board. Americans golden age. There's the gold again. Americans mm -hmm. golden age. It's just ahead. Now, I'll go back to the main ones that I, those were, the, those weren't the main ones, but uh, the gravest threats are not abroad, but within. Yeah. The weaponization of the justice system, FBI, DOG, top to bottom will be cleaned out. We will clean out the festering rot of D.C., which we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, the quit trial. 
he talked he talked about China and he said about a quick trial. I talked to President Xi. He said we have what they call a quick trial. Trial in the morning, execution by the end of the day. Plain and simple, like he said. And he said that we will do that to drug trafficking. Good Lord, if he'll do that to drug traffickers, what do you think he's going to do to human trafficking and also right. child trafficking and wow. sex trafficking? Wow. So if, if drug trafficking gets a trial in the morning and execution by the end of the day, he was talking about China has no drug problem. He said, they, we, President Xi said, we have no drug problem. He said, the only thing China has a problem with is they do make fentanyl, but they're working on that too. They're working on cleaning out that. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. Because they don't have any other problems they got to clean out first. We got to clean out everything before we can ever get to the what we would call minuscule things, even though they're big, but the minuscule things compared to murder and compared to other things of that nature. So. He said, we'll bring down crime by 75 to 85%. No more blue ribbon committees. I hope the politicians are listening. He said that very specifically. Um, Then he said, uh, let's see the other one that because those, the quit trial goes into the tribunals. So we are national guard and martial law, the quit trial. Then he said, Nancy has been fired. Nancy Pelosi has been fired. She's on her way to another country right now. Well, I mean, you can make a joke and say that California is another country right now because of the $9, $8 a gallon for gas. And most of the people still out there are wearing masks and just don't understand what's happened. Yeah, you can make a joke like that. But no, that's a very big optic drop, optic calm um, for the fact that that's already happened. It would have already happened. Um, and then let's see what else. There's some other cool ones. As commander in chief. Hmm. That was a big one. Did he as did he say that? He said as commander in chief, he said that? As commander in chief, I will get out Biden's radical left ideology out of our military. Wow. Well, yes, it sounds like he's saying futuristically. No, he's not. He's saying that I'm getting that out because I'm if people understand the timeline, once again, of the law of war manual, and also when he wrote that executive order, and the other com I'm gonna pull up is is so brilliant. Once again, you, you just can't make it up. Uh but I will, and then he said, I'll rehire every patriot fired mm. with a full apology and then also back pay, full back pay. Now, every single thing that President Trump as president of federal corporation and also the military uh, plug as commander in chief, everything he's done, everything he said, everything he said would happen. All's happened. Yeah, I'm also a walking testimony. I've had to clarify this because someone heard me say debts. He's. He came out in August 2020 and said, if you're a 100% disabled veteran, I will clean out your student loan debts and others. And I don't know what the others were. What applied to me was student loans. Um, And by October 2020, I received letters from all my creditors that they were wiped out. Wow. Every single thing that the man has said has come true, whether it be something like that, an action, or whether it be hey, this is what's going to happen with Joe Biden. Every single thing he said has come to fruition, which is part of that waking up the people to understand, you know, that this is a military occupancy. The military is in control. Here's how you know the National Guard have been out of their states every single day and out of this country. Now, like I said, I don't highlight trolls. I don't highlight negativity. But I've had a couple veterans write in and go, oh, you know, National Guard has load zones. We can be out of our states. No, you can't. It's called orders. You're completely disregarding where the orders came from. You can't do that in the military. Last I checked, when I swore in, Title 10, Title 10, U.S. Code, there's the same Title 10. I, Derek Johnson, do solemnly swear. 
to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's the same Title 10. And in the same title, it says, I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the officers appointed over me that according to what? Regulations and Uniform Code of Military Justice. It's the same Title 10 that Donald John Trump used to federalize the, tr the troops. Oh. And so there's that. So a commander in chief, he's kept his word. He's shown the law. He's given the law as prescribed by the law. And so everything he says already come to fruition. So when he says as commander in chief, he's saying, I'm your commander in chief right now. He didn't mean two years down the road. He didn't mean that because two years down the road would mean if, if we were in a regular situation, then he would be running for president. He would be running for commander in chief. He'd be running for president. So he's not your commander in chief. And I hate to be harsh with people, but he's my commander in chief. I served in the military and the people who are serving in the military, he's their commander in chief. He's not you, the people's commander in chief. He, he was your president by a federal corporation standard and by a military plug, but he's never this commander in chief over civil or civil as like, you know, civilians in civil court. He's the commander in chief over military law, UCMJ, and he's the president over federal law in the, in the Constitution of the United States of America. He's not your commander in chief. So when people hear that, they have misconstrued that through the years. That's one of those words. I've heard, and I'll pick them on people. Southern people say, that's my commander in chief. No, he's not. If you weren't in the military, he's not your commander in chief. Um, the other thing that's very important to know also before I get to the last major big calm is that also in one of those executive orders where you read down in there and it says according to Proclamation 9994 and then Section 10 and this is. So it's about five or six different sections listed, which also was I don't know if all veterans out there saw it, but it said if if needed and don't say and don't mean that we will. But it said if needed, we could be called out of retirement. It was one of the sections of law. So it's got every veteran on alert right now. OK, if you get a call and we need you, then you can come out of retirement. It don't matter that my reserve status was canceled when I, they retired me out of the Army. It don't matter if they need us in a time wow. like this, wartime, they can call us according to that section. I'll have to get the exact section again. Um, I know, you know, I'm normally right on top of all those, but there's so many of them um, yeah. listed in that one order. So there's that. Let's see. Uh, the other was the I think I'm going through most of them. So the one that was the, the most, I say the prettiest. Or I don't know what the right word would be. The most beautiful. Um, I know he's, he uses the term when he says beautiful. He's got calls it beautiful. Um, but <laughs> I think the, most, the most beautiful one was this. You know, let's let's just rabbit hole this. OK, let's say that Donald Trump is egotistical. Let's just let's just do that for the people out there. That think he's egotistical. Let's let's just say that if if I was egotistical and I'm going to stand up and tell, you know, at a speech um, that's supposed to be what people thought was an announcement for 2024. First off, he could announce anywhere on all these rallies anywhere he wanted to for 2024. He could have done that. He could have already done that. It's so true. that night was not about 2024. It was a uh, look here, not there kind of moment. All these optics that he put in there, especially the one I'm about to tell you, which proves 100 percent the law of war manual. Um, but if, you know, if Donald Trump was going to be anybody, if I was standing up, I would tell you, hey, I've had two billboard hits in country music. Hey, I've done this. this I was almost a 4.0 in my master's program. And, you know. I'd highlight stuff that was cool, right? You know, like things Ooh. that people could cling to and go, wait, 
let me go look at your music or wait, you know, Oh man, that's cool. Like you, you know, a master's program in business, something that's like cool and tangible. Donald Trump stands up there of all the things he could have talked about of all the people he could have mentioned of all the topics. He goes, uh, yeah, this energy disaster. And, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. He goes on and he goes, it's hurting the, our country. Matter of fact, Germany tried it. Germany tried it. Remember Angela Merkel? Remember Angela and the crowd, even the crowd Tuesday night was like, you know, kind of like probably drinking champagne going, what? <laughs> Angela <laughs> Merkel. Uh, who is Angela? Oh, oh, Chancellor Germany. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, some of them kind of was like Wayne in there. The others were like kind of like, Ugh. and he goes, nobody's remembering Angela like that. And he was like, I gave Angela a white flag of surrender. And she goes, what is this, Donald? What is this, Donald? She called him Donald. He named he goes, that's what she called me. He was speaking like her. He, I mean, he just played this picture to a T. And he goes, I, hey, I told her, that's a white flag of surrender. And he was like, you know, based on history's sake, when you give 78% of your energy to Russia, it never fails well for Germany. He was like, just look at the last 150 years. Well, there's two comms in that. We'll get the lesser one first. The, the lesser one is the, the just look at the last 150 years. Well, let's look at this. Of all topics now, of all things, in November 15th, 2022, of all things he could have talked about accomplishments, this wasn't an accomplishment. This wasn't something that I accomplished. This was an optic. He's, he's showing you an optic. 150 years of all years he could have pulled out. Why didn't he say 150 years? Which if you if he he wouldn't have said 151 years, that don't roll off real easy. But if you subtract 150 from 2022, that's 1872. That's a year into the Organic Act of the Federal Corporation of the United States of America. All right, there's that. And the other picture is this: white flag of surrender. How many people, militarily speaking, know what a white flag of surrender is? It ain't what they think of, like when you saw, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny, you know, or, or Elmer Fudd, and yeah. you put the flag up. You know, it, it, some of those show that multiple times. And even though I know car some cartoons weren't good, I'm not here to debate that. Uh, but you know, the little white flag, and uh, right. it seemed like Daffy Duck or Donald, one of them used to do it too. Roll the flag up, you know. You know, I, I surrender. You know, well, white. That's what most people think of when they hear white flag and surrender. Polar opposite. Polar opposite. When you, but here's how you prove the occupancy right here. This was so all the people who jumped ship Tuesday night. Oh, it ain't what I wanted to hear. And oh, oh, this, that, and the other. You thought he's gonna come out and say, hey, we're about to send the National Guard here or whatever it was, you know, you know. So all the people who jumped ship, here's the law of war manual, proves it to a T. White flag of surrender. You pull up the DOD, pull up the law of war manual, hit control F. You can skip to the straight to it, type in white flag of truce. It's Law of War Manual, Chapter 12, specifically talks about the white flag of truce in Chapter 12.4. Then it talks about the surrender. All right. There it is right there. He's telling you that I gave Angela Merkel a white flag of surrender. What the white flag of surrender means is this. Not only did you should just go a mic drop, like just drop like that and do a boom and, and take the O's out of the boom and put Q's in there. Uh, but not only should everybody listen do that right now, because there's a law of war manual right there of all things he could have talked about, all things he could have highlighted. He's talking about Angela Merkel in Germany and the law of war manual. 
which he's telling you where we are in the law of war manual. Um, then if you apply that, then go back and look at the, the chapter uh, 12.4, look at and read into it. Understand it says non-hostile negotiations with belligerence is a title of the chapter, the overall uh, title, uh, chapter 12. Chapter 12.4 talks about the white flag of truce and the surrender. Well, what it's saying is if you do not surrender, if you don't take my deal and you go with the other deal, all hell is going to rain down on you. That storm of fire that he was talking about, the storm wow. of fire, if you go against this, if you go against it. So she did. If you go look at the article, that happened in July 2021. So we were at 12.4 in July 2021 of the Law of War manual where he said the week before I gave her a, a white flag of surrender. So that would have been a week before. I think he said it happened in mid-2021, mid-July. So that was a week before that. The other thing that shows you that Donald John Trump is your commander-in-chief of the military occupancy, shouldn't he be civilian Trump? In July 2021, mm -hmm. why is he giving Angela Merkel a white flag of surrender in July 2021? Oh, that's good. Yeah, wow. So, so there's that. And then also the white flag of surrender is in Chapter 12.4, Chapter 12 of the Law of War Manual. And she didn't take it. She didn't, and she take didn't take it. She took the deal, the Nord Stream deal. Which we know what just happened with Nord Stream. What just happened with Nord Stream? Well, they and blew they up. Off. They blew up Russia's pipeline or something. Okay, so see, all, so we're doing the math backwards. Now we're doing it forwards. So she made a deal with Russia with the Nord Stream, and he told her, we know what happens in history, the 150 years, the federal corporation number, and then you have him making, he's the one giving her white flag and surrender in July 2021. Gee. Come on. Like it's, it is right there in front of everybody. And what it's also showing is this. If that was Chapter 12 in 20, July 2021, we're almost a year, not a full year and a half away from it, but we're well over a year over yeah. that. So all the optic drops that he mentioned about the quick trial, about the if the governors don't yeah. like it, it don't matter. They're going to get it. The, the street crimes, the gains, everything, all that was martial law, National Guard, and also uh, the, uh, the quick the, uh, quit trial, meaning the military tribunals. Those are all tribunals. Um, so, you know, that's that's once again. New York Times put their name on the line. They're the ones that reported that yeah. the military tribunals are starting mid-2023. It wasn't me. That's them. And we also know Donald Trump mentioned this. He also had an executive order for Guantanamo Bay, and he also verbally said tens of thousands will be held there. Tens of thousands. Not wow. Thousands. wow. Tens of thousands. We also know that they expanded the courtroom there. They expanded yeah. the space there, $500 million expansion. Um, and the other thing that proves Biden, let's just if that wasn't enough for people, just some fun stuff here is that Biden campaign. See, this was all strategic. Biden campaign in 2016 that he was going to shut down Guantanamo Bay. I'm going to shut down Guantanamo Bay, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. Most people never heard of Gitmo. Most people never heard of Guantanamo Bay. Um, and speaking of which, before I forget, when he said Nancy's been fired, she's on her way to another country right now. Wednesday morning, I'm laying in this bed back here. I'm laying in bed Wednesday morning after that speech. And two aircraft with call signs Gitmo are leaving Jacksonville, Florida, and Miami, Florida, headed to Cuba. I saw one this morning, uh, call sign 844, Gitmo 844, headed to Cuba. Um, so, you know, it's like that it, all the, it's, it is, it's right in front of everybody. But uh, getting back, you know, it's like the, the, the getting back to what I was saying, you know, 
it's all right in front of everybody. Yeah. And the fact that that it was we're talking about 2021, moving to 2022, six months away. I, we're six or seven months away in order to know what a military court looks like and to see stuff that they're going to put on TV. You know, depending on if they show it instantly, I don't know if it'll be instantly because I don't know when the EBS is going to happen. Uh, but that's what would have to happen. Donald John Trump declared three national emergencies that Congress did not address. Whether they liked him or not, they didn't address it. But it doesn't matter. It's a military occupancy. So there's two ways to look at it. you got to look at the military occupancy in the military. And you got to look at for the sleepies and the normies out there that don't have a clue. They're the ones that had to see all this happen by law and order and by the law, uh, standard of law, because it can't be a dictatorship. It couldn't be a military takeover from a dictator standpoint of we're taking over without using the law. So there's two ways to look at that. So the, the national emergencies were federal corporation laws. And no one could point a finger at Donald Trump and say you didn't do things by the law. Yeah. Even though he's covered by the law of war manual, but still, because those three national emergencies were not addressed by Congress, then they took war powers of the president, emergency powers, which are all in our Constitution, all in those federal laws as well, the federal corporation laws, everything's outlined. And so he's the only one who can terminate those according to their same federal corporation termination laws. So it'll be him, the National Guard. Are out. I've, I've, I've got 12,000 photos on my phone right now of nothing but National Guard aircraft out of their states, out of their jurisdictions, and out of the country every single day. I follow uh, those. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so, so when you're ready, oh, go ahead. When you're ready, good. I have three quick questions. Oh, that's uh, cool. About the comms. Okay, do, these don't have to be long, but just quick questions. What did Trump... What was he signaling when he said, I left three years ago? What was that? Well, so if you do, if, let's just say that the three years from this November would have been back to November last year. What would have had to happen for visual sake on the federal side for people to see? Um, he would have uh, had to write what they call a PED, a presidential emergency action document, which is a documentation. The same thing as the law prescribes him to pro, you know, be a proclamation to the people. Every so often in proclamation to Congress and certain orders, if you go read that, he has to uh, do certain things. No less than uh, or no more, no more than six months. Some would say no more, some say no less, whatever it is out there that's prescribed by law. So he would have had to sign what they call a PED, a presidential emergency action document, which requires a continuation of government. So that also shows you the other thing. Uh, when you take one million National Guard and put them on active status, there's some happy campers because they're all of a sudden being paid active duty pay, uh, which is which is great. So who's paying for that? Uh, where does that budget come from? Uh, the National Defense Authorization Act. Well, Biden signed that in December, even though he strongly opposed, uh, you know, the defense budgets and certain things of that nature. Uh, but why did he sign? So it's because he is an occupancy. He's, He's an occupant. Right. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, it's a continuation of government, basically, in a it's P. The devil, it's the whole devolution devolution thing was launched back then. Okay, okay, two more quick ones, and then Johnny, you got anything? Um, there was a quote, and at that night I turned to Dream. I said he made a mistake. He he misspoke. He said something about something he had done. He had been fighting decades and decades ago. Did you remember that quote? <laughs> what was that? Well, um, you know, so 
you know, I'm not a big, uh, I hate, cause people want to take this stuff and make it conspiracy theory talk. Yeah. Um, and they want to, you know, take once again, law, war manual, military justice act, all these things have been passed by Congress signed by, uh, you know, Congress. Um, so it's like, you know, when you, when you say what I'm about to say, which I'm going to have to say it, you ask a question, I will say it, but, um, you know, I'm almost 40. Uh, President Trump has been saying for longer than I've been alive. He was on Donahue and all these shows yeah. years ago. He, longer than I've been alive, he's been talking about China. He's talking about NATO. Um, he's talked about uh, so many things, uh, economic speaking, um, that, that, you know, they eat our they eat our cookie jar. We, we do everything for everybody else. They, they rob, they steal, they take from us. He's been saying this a long time. Well, there's a reason why he's been saying this now. Once again, you can take it for what it's worth, but Rachel Maddow's already uh, had this on her show. So, I mean, hey, go blame her. Go look at her. But uh, there's ties that show that Trump is not really a Trump. He might actually be a Kennedy. Um, and, uh, you know. I have heard that he's part of a line, a bloodline that's a good bloodline. That's correct. And, you know, I, you know, I don't study in-depthly on that from the standpoint of I don't have full proof. I don't know if that will ever be full proof. I don't know if that will ever be revealed to the public. I don't know. I don't know what God's intentions are, and I don't know sure. what this new awakening is going to look like. But, you know, there's, there's just no way in another kind of way that he has the knowledge he has. He's a 5D chess player. Um, the things that he said, he's not. it's not just the military – doing this the military wanted him for a reason the military chose him of all people for a reason uh you know when he said i'm a businessman on the campaign trail well he told jeb bush you're a you're a career politician i'm a businessman well that means i'm it didn't mean oh yeah he was in real estate all these years no he was telling him i'm about to school your corporation um and and you know and he's done that so i don't know you know like i said if he's a candidate i don't know but you know trump is not Where'd that name come from? It ain't many Trumps in the world. So, you know, look yeah. at me. I mean, there's like seven trillion Johnsons, right? So it's like, you know, are we really saw, Johnsons? Probably not. But I've seen that you know. clip with him on Donahue several times. He was 38 years old when he said that. And he, he looked extremely determined. He, and they said, are you going to run for president? He said, only if I have to. And he started saying the same things about China eating our lunch. And, and so... Uh, all right. One last question, then, Johnny, it's yours. Do you believe Trump is going to be arrested? And if so, what what launches at that point? You know, I, I just was asked that a while ago on other uh, show, and I'm like, you know, I I don't go on a record saying yes or no. And, and the reason why is this one. I don't see what that would benefit. Yeah, uh, we, we have it all. We caught them all. Military has everything. Uh, we're only six months away, seven months away, depending on if they visually show it to the public first and foremost, or if it's something that's, you know, like reported that's happening and then they show it later. However, that works. Don't know uh, what they're going to do. Uh, you know, if I did, I wouldn't be able to tell. But right. I don't see how that would. We need people. We need yeah. patriots in this country who understand the law and how it benefits your life, not how it hurts you and not how it. Uh, takes from you and also the orders and things of that nature. We need people who who come together and understand that, look, I may not live the way you live, and that's okay. I don't pay your bills. I don't go home with you. But you have to understand that in order to have your lifestyle, you got to have a strong border and security. And I don't see by arresting him what that would be on a play on uh, because he's already covered by the law of war manual as far as like some say, well, so then the other side would be this. Okay, you remove him. 
you take him out, you arrest him, and then all these people, you know, either cheer and whatever they do in the streets and what all that. But, you know, I, personally, if people riot and loot in a way of celebration, the National Guard could respond that way because we've seen that most looting and rioting, it ain't for the, the actual cause. They're going in and, you know, busting windows, taking shoes out of stores. So I don't see how that would, would play well into getting into military tribunals because we need people to understand that we yeah. do have a system, we have a government. It can work for us if we clean it out and we do what? Establish honesty, integrity, and responsibilities again. And then we can hold people accountable when they go against those. So I don't see how arresting him would be a play to get into what we call, you know, punishment of course, personally. If it does, then the only way I could see it happening is the fact that, okay, you remove him out. You remove him out of this picture, and then no one can say that he did it. But guess what? People are going to say he did it behind the bars. Um, anyway, yeah, you know, yeah. so I don't. I don't really. You know. Yeah, see, I, okay, so that's but, good. okay, Johnny. Uh, you're up. Uh, you bring it on home. Two or three questions, whatever you got. So. Well, it's just part of one. So I know there's something. There's some significance to the November fifteenth date and a past version of the constitution or something. There's a reason November 15th was an important day as well. I don't know if you brought that up. And then would it also be possibly like today seems like a big day, JFK um, remembering his assassination, uh, November 22nd. And there is, they also announced they're giving another 4.5 billion to Ukraine, which you would think is designed to incense the American people, but the 4.5 would be the 45 again. Is that something they might be being forced to put out there as part of further awakening? Comment on those. Absolutely. You know, we, we know nothing is a coincidence, especially with God. Uh, But yeah, so the first thing I should have brought that up because I have that written down, but November the 15th is the uh, birth date, the anniversary date of the Articles of Confederation, the very first oh, wow. in um, history uh, that our military used until the, uh, the, they, they actually revised it. So they didn't actually do away with it or anything. They just used that as a, a pillar and they revised it, which became the 1787 Constitution that was passed. And then it went into that one went into action in 1789 with obviously our first president, who was also a general. Um, so, you know, there's no coincidences there that President Trump used November the 15th uh, as that date to drop all these comms. And then um, the other question or, you know, there is the uh, say, the, the, the U- Ukraine, Ukraine. $4.5 billion on, on Kennedy's uh, assassination date. Well, it goes back to the whole with that. There's that. For sure. That's not a there's just no coincidences with that. And then, too, you know, I, I was joking again with some, uh, another person because I get to pick on you two being older than me. And this is just fun for yeah. me, just for people's sake to laugh, you know, because laughter <laughs> music helps you get through this, too. There uh, you like go. GNN said last night we were on a show that, you know, where it's like, hey, you know, get out and go go hunt, go fish, go ride a bike, go go hit a creek or. You know, go to a campfire, go hike and go do something. Live life through this. You're living through a biblical, uh, historical, monumental time. And so I want people to understand that first uh, before we roll into that. But, you know, like people need to, to just relax just a little bit. Um, but the uh, the JFK, you know, that's 
no coincidence, but also, um, you know, joking about age again. In 1992, I was under 10 years old, ladies and gentlemen. I was under 10 years wow. old. Wow. 1992 was three years after the Iron Curtain, 89. Yeah, it was. Um, in 1992 was the last time that the Ukraine filed for border registration. Um, and then you fast forward to 2014. Uh, Obama had three executive orders on Ukraine alone in 2014. If you go read them on the surface, it would read as pretty decent. But when you understand the terminology in there, you can see that they're protecting their financial interests when you apply this. In 2014 as well, Joe Biden, on your taxpayer money, flew over there in Air Force Two seven times in seven months, the same year that Ukraine did not have a what? A presidential election. They plugged a president because Ukraine is one of the biggest money laundering schemes mm -hmm. in the world. So when you apply all those together, then fast forward. Here's 2018 again. Putin. Remember the picture I said I had with Putin and President Trump side by side on Fox News timestamped 456 a.m. Central Standard Time on Fox News. Putin and Trump side by side ready for reset quotations. I will work with President Trump. Well, President Trump didn't start any wars. He was crowned king in Saudi Arabia in 2017. He walked into North Korea. He uh, walked in front of the queen. And he also declared Jerusalem capital of Israel. And then also he stood in front of everybody at the G7 in front of them with a big old grin on his face. And a lot of them didn't have grins on their faces. So all these things were optics right there leading into this. In 2018, Putin handed Trump a soccer ball. The ball's in your court, Mr. President. You tell me what you want to do, Commander-in-Chief Trump, because we're in a military occupancy. What do you want from me? What do you want me to do? Because Putin was willing to what? He was willing to work on behalf of humanity, not on behalf of cabal. He showed his colors and said, all right, all right, I know what we've been doing through years. I so there's one of those where he stepped across the line and said, I'll work with you. Yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do that for humanity's sake. He handed them a soccer ball. That is optics for the balls in your court. You yeah. tell me what you want to do. Well, for all the last year, Pazaki and the, the little puppets, as we know, this is all optics once again, but Pazaki said, oh, you know, there's there's no you know, bio weapons and there's no bio labs in Ukraine. No bio labs, no bio labs, no bio labs. Every day last year, every time it was asked, there's no bio labs, there's no bio labs. March the 8th, 2022, just this year, this year, Victoria Newland, who is the undersecretary for Biden, who also worked for who? Obama's administration, who was the vice president? Joe Biden. Okay. So Victoria Newland was, was working for the Obama administration. Um, and then she's Biden's undersecretary. Under oath, she says there are bio labs in Ukraine. All right. That is what Putin is doing. He's wiping out these Nazi-led bioweapon labs in Ukraine. This is not an attack on the Ukrainian people. Right. right. So, you know, so when people understand, yes. They're trying to wake people up, wake them up, wake them up, because at the end of the day, the military can come in and save the day. The military all around the world can clean everything up. But when it's all cleaned up, what they're doing is they're wiping down the corporation and they're going to leave us with a foundation. Well, what are we going to do with that foundation? We, the people, as defined in the Declaration, we have our roles and responsibilities of what we need to do with that and build it up on what? Integrity, honesty and accountability again. 
and then it, it requires what? It requires responsibility. Um, so we so have let to. Me, let me. This is just an uh, an extra one. It, it just came to me. What if do you think a, a second optic potentially of Putin giving the soccer ball to President Trump is giving a timing? It's interesting. Russia is not playing in the World Cup, which just started a couple of days ago. They are not playing. It goes on two or three more weeks or maybe a month. And like, we're not going to need the soccer. What if there could there possibly be even a second optic that would speak into the timing when when things mm. would be happening? I don't know if you follow what I'm what I'm what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything has that timing. And for sure, uh, because once again, you know, there's there's people. Well, and that, this is a weird kind of way to parallel it, but. Uh, for example, the Revolutionary War, 97% of population didn't fight in it. So there's naturally going to be things in countries that don't come on board, like the ones that are participating uh, in this. Um, but, you know, but yes, Russia is in a time right now where they know what's what's at stake. And they're also operating under, um, you know, what they would have made a deal with President mm. Trump. And the, well, I say president, big commander in chief Trump and the military occupancy. They would have made a deal with the World Alliance of Generals. And, and so... If they mess up anywhere along the way and they don't do things on calculation, then it's uh, whatever their whatever their punishment would have been at Guantanamo Bay, whatever their punishment could have been or would have been uh, would apply again. Um, so, yes, everything is calculated concisely and precisely to a T. And that's that's a great, uh, great optic there for that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if people know the World Cup only happens every four years. And so Russia got banned because they attacked Ukraine. And it's right. interesting they well, you know, you know, and soccer ball was not going to serve them anymore. And Putin already did the optic way, 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 way And we yeah. know what soccer means in those. It's like well, it's like yeah. college football in the South or the Midwest. It's like yeah, a, I grew up. Yeah. I was born and raised in Peru, South America. My parents are missionaries, so soccer is my first love. So I, we, right. we lived and breathed that and all that. Amazing. Well, Steve, Amazing. I see our time. Well, yeah, thank you, Johnny and Derek. Uh, uh, great thanks to you. You did so amazing. Yeah, that was today. amazing. That's really you know, good. we'll have 300 more questions next time you come on. But I appreciate that so much. Where you know, it causes me to focus all the more on the on the comms. And um, you did a show. Did you do a show with SG and on one time? Did I see that correctly? I did it last night. Matter of fact, on uh, okay. Joe and Scott, uh, some guys that I met. Um, on the uh, when I was out on tour um, a couple months ago, and uh, but I think I'm gonna be on with him Friday night too with uh, Nino. Yeah, Nino he's Rodriguez. got amazing comms and, and decoding and all that. So we'll, you know, we were gonna put you on together, but we decided to put you on by yourself so we get the full weight of it. But Derek, he's, thank you so much. Tell people how to get a hold of your accounts. You're on Telegram, right? What else are you on? So I'm on my Telegram and Rumble are the same. They're Rattle Trap. R-A-T-T-L-E, Rattle Trap, 1776, no spaces, periods, or underscores. Um, and, uh, of course, Telegram, there's like 75 fake accounts of me. So uh, there is, there's a difference in the screen name and then the name that you're, the link. So uh, there's someone else that's copying the screen name portion. But, yeah, mine's got, I think, 97,000 followers, which is the most out there. So that's the one you look for, Rattle Trap, 1776. I'm also on True Social. Um, it's uh, at Derek Johnson. Um, I do have a new merch site, so I got these cool ball caps and, and oh, t-shirts good. and stuff. So. You have oh, music. I love those. You have music so, as well. So that's at the, the or the, however you pronounce it, the1776nation.com. And then the documents.info is where 
all the PDF files are still there for you to go free, print them off, download them, whatever you want. They're free PDF uh, of the documents as I call it. And then, yeah, I do have my music site, DerekJohnsonCountry.com and then Instagram at DerekJohnsonCountry. Um, and I think that's about, well, I have Facebook. I'm still trolling Facebook, by the way. So yeah, amazing uh, that you're still on. The 17 is 1776 nation um, on Facebook and uh, they haven't done anything to me yet. They haven't shadow banned or anything. I think it's wow. uh, once again, I think we're in the, we're, we're in the aftermath of the storm. We're trying to wake the people up now and then get ready for, you know, so I think that Facebook is pretty much cleaned out. Uh, CNN has been cleaned out. So all those. So, but yeah, getting back to, I think see telegram, true social, Facebook, I'm not on any dating sites, so ladies don't, you know, don't fall for that. It ain't me. Uh, I've, heard a lot, I've heard a lot of fake accounts out there, and I'm like, it's not me. I promise. Jeez. Well, that's funny. Let good be popular, Derek. Thank you so much. God bless you. We appreciate it. Yes. Uh, you too. You truly do have an anointing from God to do what you're yeah. doing. No one that I Thank know you, can do what you've done, or no one that I've known, uh, or no one that I've heard about can do this. So. You are truly gifted in that. We appreciate it very much. Our prayers are with you. So, yeah. all right. Uh, Kat Kerr is on tomorrow at 11 o'clock Pacific time. Thanks again, Derek. God bless you. Thank you, Johnny, so much. And you. you all have a great evening. God Thank bless you. you. See you later. Okay. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.